Wow. I don't even know what to say right now. Actually, I have a lot of things to say, and I can promise you that I'm not going to get them all out today because I am just feeling emotionally. But we're going to stick. We're going to try something today. We're going to try something over the next couple of days, maybe. Yeah. We're going to try being emotional. E is for emotional. EDB being emo. That's going to be a first. Ah, let's see how we do. Hmm? Let's get to it, to it. Yes. Shorty loves it, yeah. Loves that I'm a dog. They don't want it, yeah. They scared of what I know. Told you the budget, yeah. I gotta get my own. Shout out my bros. This right here deserves a toast. It was the best of days, and it certainly was the worst of days. <coughs> Who said that? I'm just curious. I sprayed some stuff, and it's it's in my throat. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here like, let me clear my throat. <coughs> um, so, let's get down to brass tacks. I told you... On yesterday that I had to go out and do some business. I, I I have some regrets. The regrets was, number one, I had events on uh, yesterday. This being Wednesday. Uh, yesterday being Tuesday, Election Day. I had some things that I needed to get done. And I had to do those in the morning. And I regret that I didn't just call and cancel those things because looking back, and we all do it, hindsight being 2020, uh, I really enjoyed my time being out there at the polls. Uh, I actually got to spend the day with a guy who I ran against. Of course, he was um, ahead of me in the polls as it pertains to uh, the outcome but we had a very good conversation we had a very good chat and it was a thing that I I mean you know politics is just weird and it's become so accepted that when we're running we have to be in our mutual corners and this that and third and know to some degree it is that way because you're all trying to win but to some degree i feel that uh there is a goodness if you please and you know if if philip and i had sat down and said well philip you are you going to be the guy yeah you're going you're going to be the guy yeah okay cool well then we'll come behind philip which is what uh some folks wanted to do when it came to me and the sitting council person, John Page, talking all Norfolk stuff here, by the way. To me, I was like, I don't know who this John Page guy is at the time. And I don't know why you're calling me to bow to him. And I feel that uh, Mr. Hawkins might have felt the same way about, uh, well, I don't know what he felt. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. <laughs> but there was also a mentor of mine who... Uh, when I considered like, well, I'll drop out the race because they got two candidates. 
And he's like, no, you shouldn't do that because what you're doing is you are uh, expressing ideas. That's what you're doing. You're expressing good ideas that by you running gives you a stronger platform to A, bring awareness to and B, maybe even force the other candidates to consider. That being said, I, I got to spend time with a guy and I got to tell him my ideas. And I was like, look, for me, politics is about who has time to dedicate their lives to this craft. Most folks like to look at politics as a part-time job. I, I, I feel if you look at anything as a side hustle, then that's literally what it is. It is something you do on the side that you don't really care about. Your main gig is what you care about. And anybody who can tell me that, I that might be my hill to die on. Because for me, if I care about my community, then I'm going to give every breath of my body, every ounce of me to making sure that community is prosperous. If I care about educating kids, I'm going to get every ounce of my being, everything I have towards making sure that kids get what they need. Whatever the thing that it, that I can say that I'm passionate about, that I believe in, that I'm asking you to support me on is because I'm getting ready to give 110. I don't believe, and this is not a shot, this is just a reality. I don't believe you can have a full-time job and be a community activist. Not, not on a level that your community needs. We need full-time people out there hitting these pavements, actually doing the individual work of the people. Now, does that mean that we need to, well, here in Virginia, what will have to happen is they have to change the charter. Oh, I just I just had a pause there to go. Wait. Yeah. Changing the charter. Mm hmm. Because, you know, that's like changing a flat tire. It's just five bolts and a turn. You know, actually, it's five bolts and five turns because you got to turn all those bolts in. Sometimes the boys that change your tires or rotate your tires or install your tires, put it on with an air uh gun and yeah you try to unhook those with a simple old little uh what you call that thing the little turn thing yeah ain't gonna happen lug nut wrench is what they call it well that's what i call it maybe something else now that i think about it the moral of the story is undoing that chart ain't gonna happen easily but it still does not negate the fact that i went out to stomp if you please for a woman simply because she had the time, she had the energy, she had the resources, she had the ability to do full-time what needed to be done. And, and granted, does she have some issues? Or some, of course she does. Of course she does. You can, I'm sure if you have nothing better to do with your time, you can sit down and find ways to nitpick everybody. I'm, I'm almost certain that, that you can nitpick, nitpick me. Because, God, I'm totally the, the pillar of imperfection. Oh, I have more blemishes on me than I, I take a little pair of tweezers and just pop them all day. You know, that's how screwed up I am. But um, 
when you have passion, and, and this sounds like this big old sermon, but when you have passion and when you're willing to dedicate everything to it, not, oh, let me get to you after I finish uh, selling houses. Or let me get to you after I finish, you know, whatever businesses I got. Let me get to you after I finish posting bail. And, 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 and before you go, well, you trying to shot at my businesses? No, dude. No, nah, woman, I ain't trying to shot at your stuff. You got to do what you got to do to make a living. That's how we work in these streets. We got, we look, it's, it's hot out here. Wait, excuse me. It is hot out here for a pimp. Yeah, when you're trying to make the rent. Mm, yes, Lord. Yes, mm, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. I have to work from eight to five. Mm -hmm. Sometime I give up my lunch too. Come on, uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after five o'clock. Mm -hmm. The boss man still looking at me to work. And I say, boss man, I'd like to go home and play with my, my poodle. But he says, these reports ain't going to write themselves. So you better hang out here until, <sighs> until. Just until. Anyway, thank you very much. I, I was here. The wife says I should go do karaoke. It might be a thing. I don't know. The moral of the story is that I, I, I look at for me when I was doing projects. And even to this day, I still do projects. Sometimes I can go by the time you do travel there and back. By the time you have the meeting. Then if you did any type of uh, follow-up or you have to do any type of follow-up, then you have to take time to catalog numbers, which is something I don't do. If you take pictures, you got to catalog the pictures. Uh, if you get documents that you scan into your phone or your computer, whatever the case, you got to catalog all that stuff. So you're talking for one meeting, it could be 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back. The meeting could be anywhere from an hour to two. Then it's another hour to catalog. Two hours for the meeting, an hour to catalog, 30 there and back. That is four hours for one meeting. Four hours, one meeting. If you do two of those a day, you have done eight hours. Most folks don't realize that. And you're talking about a constituency of 80 to 100,000 people where a person is only working 20 hours a week. How, how do you know what, what goes on in your constituency? How do you know that the people really care or, or really are interested or really uh, you have their invested interest and they know that you care? How do you know all that when literally... You only see the people for 20 hours 
a week. The only time you want to talk to them is when you run for office and pass by that. We're not going to see you anymore. We're not going to hear from you anymore. We're not going to we, Are you going to come do podcasts? I would love to know. I mean, hey, if you're going to do it, I don't care. But then again, I call some people to say happy and congratulations. And, and, and you know, they're busy. You know, it's, it's, it's win night uh, for a couple people. I'm not just naming one. There's a couple people on the list that won tonight. And I decided to reach out and just say congratulations to them. And, and as of now, no response. No response. But again, you know, it's election night. You know, everybody's getting a thousand and, and one texts. Truth be told, the last time there was an election, I got a response in 20 minutes. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to. Uh, I want to uh, give a shout out, as I said. To, you know, this this election season. And for the first time in this campaign, in this season of campaigns, I'm going to pick a side. Um, as much as it seems to be the opposite, I really and truly love people. And I hope that sometimes that that feeling can ooze out but the problem is we live in a culture that doesn't allow us to really build friendships it doesn't allow us to really care for each other because everything is how do we get to the next point or the next pass and and uh you know it's it's hard to really for me to really invest in anybody because I know to some degree it's like, yeah, they're just being friendly just because they have to be, or they only care because it makes sense for them right now. Or maybe they're really not invested in me. Maybe they just have a really hell of a lot, a really hell of a good, that's what I want to say, long game. And they're only sincere and only caring and only friends with me just because politically it might get them somewhere and they're just going to hang out i don't know and it's sad that this culture this society has driven people like me to that cynical state where i really don't know when you tell me i care about you if you really do but i try to be a person who cares about people not about politics, but about people. And and I hope that doesn't sound like some political stomping speech. That's one reason why I hated running for office, because you have to have your stomp speech. You had to have your platform. I ain't got time to be presenting nothing to nobody. This is who I am. You know, nonetheless, Andre McClellan put up, in my view, one hell of a fight. One hell of a fight that that woman put up. It just so happens that the the other side won. I mean, it was it was heavily stacked against her. You had two former governors. You had uh, state senators and legislators. You had every black member. You had black members 
who I know for a fact only did it because they were black. I mean, let's just tell the truth. And they united together for somebody that they really, some of them didn't give a crap about. But it's about power. It's about maintaining position. As I just punched you in the face. I'm so very sorry. I was throwing around the the uh, the, the pillow there and I think the, I think the better person lost not because the other one is non caring or because the other one isn't good or because the other one uh, is not going to fight for the people. I, I don't believe that. I believe the better person lost because nobody nobody is going to give every waking moment like Andre McClellan would have. And like Andre McClellan possibly will. I think, you know, there's there may be a little bit something else down the road for her. I don't know what it is, but you know, there's some folks who think there's something down the road for me. I think those people are smoking. <laughs> they got some weed plants somewhere. Mm -hmm. I, I believe it. Anyway, this is a shout out to them and, and to the people who worked with them. Some of, you know, the most. At least open and friendly people that could be out there. I would like to say. And maybe. We will never meet again. Um, maybe this is the end of the line for everybody that was involved. Or maybe it's the beginning of the line. I don't, I don't know. But however uh, this party ends or begins, I wish everyone a, a very good, very good rest. And a very, very good hug. If I could hug you, I would try. I can't. But if I could hug all of you who who really wake up every morning and try to do something good. Try to make a difference for people who are less off than you. If I could do that. <sighs> I wish I could express. I just can't. So with that, I just I have to leave it with this, with a simple thank you, you know, for caring for your friends and your families, for sharing with your communities and most importantly, for praying, not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized and even uncivilized nations all over this world. They got kids, too. I, I will do this again. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters. I'm on my way out. Might hit the club and I might stay out. Little chicken on my brand of steak out. Fresh for the mall, got him checking me out. I'm on my way out. Bet money ain't no nigga flyer. But burn until I expire. Spit it all, but you gotta be a rider. Spending this money, party with shorties. Spending this money.